Hello and welcome to Forbes India podcast series brought to you in association with theindicast.com. I'm Aditya Mathri, the host for this episode, and I have with me Shishir Prasad, deputy editor at Forbes India magazine, and who is also, if I may call, the coordinator of this week's cover story, which also has contributions from others at Forbes India. So, welcome, Shishir. Yeah, hi. Well, I must say, welcome, Aditya, because normally <laughs> we talk to Abhishek on this podcast. And you are the newcomer for once. <laughs> I know, I know. I was, I went, you know, I do this very rarely, and I always start out saying that I am the newbie on the show. But this time, I thought I would take a different route. But you know, thanks for pointing it out to the listeners. Yeah, yeah, it's good fun to have you, and uh, I'm so glad that you chose uh, Rice Phrase. Coordinator is is the phrase to use for this because this cover story is not a single, you know, man's uh, sort of effort. There are a whole host of us, at least six, seven of us who worked on this, including our uh, partner for this uh, venture intelligence. So thanks for finding that out as well. That really sounded like a presidential speech. You know, it's not one man who does it. It's a team. I hope it was more Obama and less Romney. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we know who, who, who you are supporting, let's, let's get started with the story that we have. Okay. Uh, you know, I guess keeping in mind that uh, the Indian festival season has also just begun, the Forbes India team rather uh, decided to offer 12 small gifts by talking about hidden gems of the Indian business rather than one big cover story. So would you like to take us through the concept of hidden gems itself and how do you go about sure. sorting these companies out? Right. So, uh, you know, just a couple of things. Hidden gems is in some ways uh, slightly got a little bit of history with Forbes India. We did the first one, 2010. And uh, where the idea was that, look, take a look at the economy and figure out some companies which haven't been talked about, but have been put through some process of vetting. And one of the filters that we use is actually use the portfolios of venture capital and private equity companies. But just for the record, we usually don't take listed companies because they're already there listed in the stock market. So that was the approach we took. So what we've done, we missed out a year in the middle. I mean, 2011, we didn't do this property. But we felt that uh, there was uh, interest from the readers even the first time around. So we, we decided to do it the second time in this, this year. And what we've done is we tied up with Venture Intelligence, which tracks VC and P investments across sectors. And we asked them that, okay, you know, crunch it up and tell us, in the last one year, what are the companies that have been invested in or there have been firm commitments. So in VC parlance, uh, you sign the deal, but maybe the money hasn't come in as yet. But even those we will consider because, you know, they have gone through some process of validation, due diligence and all that. And that list was a pretty big one, actually. I think it was about something like 180 companies, oh, wow. uh, included some listed ones, about 40 of them. We left those out. Then we took care of the 150. And what we did was, we pointed out, this is not a purely, purely numeric exercise. So this is not... These are unlisted companies, so anyway, data is difficult to get by. Venture Intelligence provides us with data. Then we use some senior editors, and primarily here it was Seema Singh, who, is, who leads our efforts in pharma and science, Rohan Dharmakumar, who tracks technology, Prince uh, Matthew Thomas, who, based out of Delhi, tracks uh, the core sectors, steel, metals, stuff like that. There was me, of course, and there was a gentleman who's, uh, of course, left us now, Abhishek, who tracks some, uh, you know, internet stuff and small companies as well. All of us sat down and sort of brainstormed through this list and said, okay, what are the spaces, given the state of the Indian economy, given that, you know, we are in a particular stage of the cycle, funding dried up, which are the spaces just still looking 
good going forward couple of years so hidden gems is you know we're trying to discover companies will be in the over the medium term we think that they're solid enough for even the long term but who will start looking up let's say in the 2 3 years time frame and we look at those spaces and the debate we put it down to about 30 companies and from that 30 and then final 12 so what we believe is and as we say also in the opening piece is that india's differentiator is the entrepreneurial ecosystem i think indian entrepreneurs are some of the best in the world in spite of having circumstances and conditions which are not really you know favorable to them, to them most of the time they are able to come through that and so what we want to showcase is some of the entrepreneurs who we are quite sure will be stand out entrepreneurs of tomorrow so that's the idea and a nice twist is that in the issue after this is the rich list issue where you will see the established sort of billionaires and the big corporates and what we feel is if these gems or hidden gems in this issue make it at some stage to the to that list maybe in 5 10 whatever years we'll be very happy that's an awesome thought um, and also when i when i was reading through the story the feeling that i got that many of them were also shy by design yeah so- you're right you're right you, you know what happens is that and we looked at it and we have we sort of you know looked around and we said you know why are these companies not more visible and you know one of the things that sort of stood out is that if you are a consumer facing company let's say if you are an internet sort of you know shopping site or if you are let's say a guy who is selling brick bags to the end consumer you are by nature a beast which is far more media savvy and many of the guys for instance you know the 4c guy who is the pioneer in liquid logistics rajesh lehala you see his product when you are traveling back home one one of those days late at night and then you know on the highway you will see his trucks going it's invisible to the general public most of the times but he's doing some pioneering work some fantastic work same with let's say a company like crystal crop protection that we have if you discover the farm sector and if you go down to the farms then you probably will experience this thing but to the general consumer it is not visible and these entrepreneurs are very very focused on execution So I don't think they have had the time to you know look up and say that hey look let's talk about ourselves. So one of the th- uh, common things that I noticed Shishir was that um, all the companies are first of all doing phenomenally well by various diverse parameters. For example, right? Regen is doing very good mm-hmm. on the revenue side 2400% growth which is crazy in itself. Um quick heal Uh, an attrition rate of almost zero which is again unheard of <laughs> in these times but were there any common qualities that you came across maybe in in the company itself or in the entrepreneurs who are running these companies so one thing that sort of stands out amongst all these uh, guys and if i look across is that they're very good at executing you know as entrepreneurs there are many people who come up with great ideas some people are very good at sort of attracting good talent but then putting them to work in the indian economy and that's where the rubber meets the road and all these guys are very good at that i mean quickly is a very interesting example i mean you know ideally a company like that should have known should have very slim chance of succeeding because you know that's a global business computer security and all that is the realm of semantic and you know mcafee and all those guys and here is this company based out of pune which is almost now run up turnover of close to 200 crores and like you said with their attrition rate which is very very small so i think they are very good at executing they are very focused on the growth parameters so that the revenue momentum that you see 
is very important i mean you need to quickly get to a scale where you are big enough in terms of attracting financing and also talent because if you take too much time over that you know you lose in one of the two parameters and remember one thing there are a lot of these companies of course i mean you know pune is not a small city so there are companies that are based out of smaller places ahmedabad is not a small place but my point being that you can always lose a top management talent to the big city because you know the guy wants uh, much more exposure so he leaves you and he joins some company in bombay or, or mumbai or you know delhi or wherever i think that's another very critical thing they've grown so so fast and that's what we got to hear that you know their management team is very good many of these companies that not only is the founder very charismatic or very well and good at execution but even his top team is very good and clearly you can see good investor interest as well the top private equity firms have invested a lot of money in these businesses so which yeah. which basically proves that the market believes in their execution abilities as well as you said and also right. the other thing that i noticed was that you know the founders they, they don't come from a, a heritage of entrepreneurship or anything like that these are companies that they have built themselves actually there are two teams that uh, so there are some first generation guys like you know quickil and capillary those technology companies will typically be the first gen guys but uh, you know for instance region the founder madhusudan kemka comes from the kemka family so so he's got some entrepreneurial sort of or and businessman's blood in his uh, thing doshan is a 30 year old company but what it is interesting is another story of india which is that the new generation comes in and then takes over a business which has in some ways you know become steady it's not growing too fast it's become like a typical company that you see in many of those uh, smaller towns where you've become comfortable with your revenue and the profit number so you are very happy with that existence and some of these companies are those where the next gen has come in and said okay you know we will we will push it forward we will we will take that risk of making additional investment going for the next you know big thing so you see those stories in our list as well but you're right a lot of guys are first timers and they have grown these companies to extremely large sizes Okay so let's now Shishi let's make this a bit more personal right we know that there are 12 companies that we have in this package as such as the hidden right. gems so right how about telling me your personal favorite in the list and the person that you would pick to make it to the next issue say maybe 10 years down the line of the richest oh, me- men a- in india <laughs> that that's a tricky business but uh, one thing is that uh, i myself sir wrote one of the pieces So that's a clear conflict of interest. You cannot. <laughs> the thing which I find, I'm very impressed by, I don't remember his first name, unfortunately, but uh, Katkar of Quickie. Sanjay Katkar. I think Katkar. it's a fantastic job that he's. Yeah, he's done a wonderful job. I've been very impressed by Century Metal Recycling. Metal recycling is um, who who wants Absolutely. to know more about metal recycling? But he's he's done a wonderful job there. Region Power Tech. I think that's that's another very nice company from our perspective. because uh, wind power has been in the news of late mostly for the wrong reasons you know you find companies either over leveraged or you know balance sheet out of order and here is this guy who was very quietly executed the ipp side of the business and he's he's also got now a top line which is fairly significant it's very large i think it's uh, north of 1000 crores so it's it's big the region has a revenue of uh, around 2400 crores and quickly yeah. as you as you mentioned is going up against established mature companies from the US who have been in the game for the past 10 years you know very valid i mean it, it is very heartwarming very heartwarming to see a guy like him you know compete against 
and and the wonderful part again so i think i'll have a little bit of a soft corner for something like a quickie simply because that if you hold on to your talent against the you know probably the fortune 500 companies in the world is not easy and he this guy has almost you know next to nothing negligible rate and you, we know what i happens in id services right you get the next big job offer and you'll probably move but this guy has been able to do with run a very tight ship and that's that's absolutely fantastic to know so another favorite is uh, you know perfect healthcare and which makes these uh, imaging systems or cancer diagnosis we know that you know, cancer is a massive really challenging say health care area and uh, for an indian company to have gone there and developed solutions very very bold choice and to be then be able to make something of it make it into some business which is of a of a sizable scale is very very interesting i would say these are the companies that i would expect and i hope will go on and do something more not to say that that's the list is weak but i'm saying you know this is uh, you feel happy that these guys are in india and they are indian entrepreneurs that's great to know and only time will tell how these companies fare in the future but their present is looking absolutely glorious on that positive note let's wrap this episode up uh, if you want to listen to more epo of the forbes india podcast series please log on to forbesindia.com and uh, you'll find them in the multimedia section also if you wish to subscribe to the forbes india magazine just simply sms forbes to 51818 that is forbes to 51818 Thanks a lot once again Shishir for taking us through the through this uh, cover story and look forward to talking to you once again very soon. Well, thanks Aditya Mathre for having me come on to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bye. this is this is more of your show than my show actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. All right. <laughs>